very good to have you on. How, how have you been wintering? Not too bad, Johnny. Um, can't complain. Getting by. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. And uh, I was trying to work out this season is your how many nth season? Oh, Are you so... into the 30s yet? No, I don't, not quite the 30s. I, I started playing first 11 cricket in 1995 when I was 15. Well, you're not so, that far off then. What's that, 27? 20, 27, 28, something like that, aye. Jesus. 28th, that's all. No, 27. Okay. So you're going to get usurped by that lefty out at Kelburn. Is he playing again this season? Dougie? Yeah. Um, oh, he's older than me. Aye, that's what I'm saying. He'll be usurped. Aye, he, he must be 50. Um, oh, easily. Aye, he must be 50 this year. I'm, I'm sure he's the same age as guys like uh, Graham Robertson and McCray and, and, and all that lot. So he must be he must be 50, Dougie. Still going well, though. Oh, listen, he looks okay, and his son's not a bad player. I haven't, I haven't played against his son in a few years since Kelburn were up, so I um, haven't been over there for a little while. But I think they'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, let's have a chat about them. Uh, so they're coming up with air. We're obviously talk about air as well. But Kelburn, I am shaky's away to uh, through east. So he's been replaced, I think, by two overseas. I think one pro and one am. I think two South Africans. I I believe Kelburn have went down the traditional pro and am route. I, I don't know if the guys are here yet or if they. I think they'd friendlies at the weekend against Fergusley. I don't know if they were around or yep. what they might have made of that last weekend in the, in the kind of cold. But um, I think they'll be okay. I think Kelburn have done really well as a club. Struggled for a few years, but guys like um, Dougie being around is, is okay. Mm-hmm. A decent setup there. It's always been a decent setup. Decent setup. Decent people have worked really hard. Yeah. Um, always a nice place to go. Um, I never. I don't know if the pitches have ever been great, but they're always okay, you know. Yeah, too green for my liking. I have to say, as a, as a batter, there was always there was always maybe more in it for the bowlers than bowlers, there were yeah, yeah, yeah. for the batters. You could go there, and it could be too dry as well. But the ball always came on. That's what I always felt, anyway. Aye, it was it was always a decent place to play. Huge field. Um, uh-huh. But. I think a good few years ago it was it was all right. Yeah, um, I started and, doing it, it was all right. And and do you think putting my cards on the table, do you think we'll see them next year? I think so. Yeah. They'll stay up. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll 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 hold their own. I'll cross them off the list then. <laughs> um and then what about you guys? Um Neil Alexander, that's a huge blow for you. Well, look, Neil Neil's going to work in uh, the Edinburgh Royal, he's a pharmacist and he moved last uh, July, so we kind of knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Tried to persuade him that look, Edinburgh's only forty minutes away, and uh, share, give share some kids. Don't, 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 aye, don't, don't be moving over there. You can stay at someone's for a Saturday, Sunday. It's all good, you know. Uh huh. But no, he, I think from his perspective, listen, if you get the opportunity to go and play in Edinburgh, go and play in Edinburgh because uh, you're. Get the opportunity to make a name for yourself, I guess. And I think Neil's gone to Harriet's. He's gone um, to the Globetrotters, I believe, yes. He has. He, um, my only advice to him was, well, one, go to Grange, and two, uh, 
don't let anybody tell you that there's anybody better than you there because I think he's top-notch. Very good. Well, you look at his stats last year, 117 overs. So he's bowled certainly top 10, the number of overs. Uh, economy rate, 2.36. So not only yeah. are you going to have to replace 117 overs, you're going to have to do it at a decent economy rate. I think we'll manage to replace the overs. and I just don't think there are many like Neil. You know, we've been a bit spoiled the last few in terms of a bowling attack. The year we won the league. Bowlers win you the league, don't they? That, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's how it goes. Batters lose you, bowlers win you. But um, Neil, we had Neil, um, Gavmain, Abdul Sabri, you know, we had a, a real kind of feast of bowling. And, and we've changed a little bit. So, you know, this year it's a little bit different. We maybe have to drop the blades in the more a little bit. So that's a great signing, Manib. I mean, he'll ah. not only, I mean, he'll he'll give you what 70, 80 overs probably in a year, but more importantly, he'll he'll buck up that middle order and you he'll, you'll get three, four hundred runs and you'll get good quality runs against good sides. I think he's exactly what our batting's been lacking, if that makes sense. So, you know, we've we've got some young guys, we've got Ross, who on his days just explosive, can mm-hmm. take any attack apart. But the problem we've had is we really haven't been able to set a game up for Ross. So to have a Wace, Manib and Ross, as well as the, you know, the Ziggy Ahmeds and um, Ferguses and the other guy you haven't mentioned, Saman Ramsen, who's, who's joined it as yeah, well. Yeah, I saw that. Who is, is a fabulous young cricketer. Real, real good player. So I think that's going to help us an awful lot um, it's going to be different for us because we've been used to having that, that you know that that real big strong new ball attack that that wins his games and, and sets us off on the right foot so mm-hmm. you know we're going to we're going to have to set up just a little bit differently but I, I think overall we're, we're no better or worse just possibly a slightly better batting side slightly weaker bowling side yeah um, having said that we've got some good young crackers we've got Young guy called Thomas Wilmot, who played a couple of years now, played in the sort of COVID year, mm-hmm. came in and, and did a little bit. Last year, got some big wickets and tailed off a little bit towards the end of the season. Um, he was only 17, so he's a year older, twice as wide. He's he's involved in all the setups. He, he's a good bowler. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to get his opportunity. So that's what it's all about, you know. That's next cab off the rank and... Um, you know, start working with the, the next kind of group. Is his brother any good? Tom? Ben. Ben, ben Tom. Ah, you, Ben's you, only... You've got both of them. Ah, Ben's younger, only, eh? Ben's only 16. He's only ah. 16. Just a kid. So he's... He he comes in and out. Um, fantastic fielder. Real good hands. So yep. one of those who you, you probably would use a little bit more often than not, but shouldn't really. So... These guys have got to go and play twos. The younger guys have got to go and play twos cricket, learn how to score runs and yeah. get wee opportunities in the West Leaguers and things like that. So, so Mo's going to take care of itself and he's going to get his three to 500. Um, who you need to find, or my guess is you need to find three guys who are going to th- score you 300. And from looking at the stats last year, that's where you struggled because you didn't have anybody other than Mo who went, you know, ballistic at 778. 
You then had Ahmed, Lyon, Gull, and Singh, 211, 208, 185, 185. What was a good season, weather-wise? Yeah, I just think, you know, Ziggy's only, was only 22, 23, another year older, another year better. Um, You've got, well, Harry Singh's, He's retired on us. He's he's gone and he's gone and given up. He's not even forty is he? yet. Wait a yeah. second, I'll, I'll cross him off the list as well. <laughs> so Harry, I guess Harry batted three for us and has been a good player, real, real good club cricketer. Harry captain Clydesdale for years, um, scored his runs, went back to East Kilbride where he started. He's going to play a little bit of twos. He's he's his son is going to be a fantastic player. Um, he's only sort of 14, 15, Kira. He'll He'll develop well, um, and I think has you know Harry's thing is the opportunity to go and play with his boy a little bit in the tours yeah, no, and help them develop. So that's that's great, you know. When you've got guys, um, when you've got guys doing that for you, that's what can you ask for? So um, yeah, Harry will not be around, but but playing a little bit of tours and heavily involved in the club. Um, Gav Bradley, so Gav, you know, Gav's a guy. Who's Proper match winner, Gav, but well, he, um, even older than me. So, so Gav will play less and less, and I'll just he'll get flashes of Gav, which is always handy. But um, but he won a couple of games for you last season, I recall. He did won a game at Fergusley, certainly. Um, I don't know if he won another, but the year two thousand and nineteen, he was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So it's look, it's about the place in those guys, and um, a man Ramsen, another young guy. He's 21, I think, and, you know, looks every bit the ready-made replacement for, for Harry at number three. He needs to kick on, though. At 21, 22, I mean, the next couple of years, <clears throat> he has to start looking at going from 208, as he got last season, up to your 300s and just be the the, the mainstay well, of, your, of that, your batting. That's it. 300's always a benchmark, isn't it? So you, you get Fergus in there as well, who, who got an excellent 50 against Clydesdale last year and he thought was really going to kick on and some real good contributions, but a bit tailed away towards the end of the season. So it's about these guys being really hungry for it and and looking to kind of, you know, get to that wee next stage. What are your twos playing? Are they in the reserve or are they playing proper cricket? Well, we were playing proper cricket, but we were promoted from the reserve. No, oh, sorry, no you can't promoted. be promoted. It's not such a thing sorry, to get promoted, we promoted into the reserve. <laughs> we were promoted from Division 2. Right. I, I sort of said to the guys, what do you want to do? It's up to you. And they, nah, we want to be promoted. And I think now they're looking at it and looking at the, I mean, who came up with that idea? Have you, have you seen the, the proposal for the... Now, hold the, on. So when you're saying they got promotion, they got promotion from where? They get promotion from Division 2 into the Reserve League. So right. they were playing against Galloway, GHK, Glasgow Aki's, Hillhead, first 11s. And they've now been promoted to play against Renfrew 2s, or all the 2s teams that are in the Reserve League. Yeah. So I, I, there's an argument, a quite a strong argument, I would suggest, that that Div 2 cricket against, playing against first teams like GHK, Victoria, is probably a, better standard of cricket played on poorer poorer grounds well I to an extent poorer grounds but you've got nine home games and going to places like well Glasgow Aki's certainly 
is a decent ground. Mm-hmm. Galloway, the boys were amazed at Galloway, thought it was a fabulous place. Um, and I think one or two others. The, the downside is Motherwell away, which is twofold because they're like they're not great without umpires as well. Victoria away, so Bell Houston Park. No, nobody wants to go to Bell Houston Park, and that's mm-hmm. certainly not Victoria's fault. As it, no, 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 it's a tough wicket. Which oh, is, is it? Right, borderline at best. Um, um, and then one or two other places. So left it with a the sort of core group of guys to decide they wanted to go back into the reserve league. What it means is now, have you seen the the shake up? No. So tell me about the shake up. I've missed that. So. As announced at the, the WDCU AGM last week. So, EGM rather. So, everything shrouded in negativity as usual. <laughs> if, um, the bold new world is, rather than a pyramid system, they've gone for two little pyramids sitting side by side where we're going to have a first 11 cricket that's going to be made up of a Premier Division, a First Division, a Second Division, a 10-team Premier Division, an eight-team first division and an eight-team second division, and then a second eleven structure that's going to have ten, eight, and eight. And you're just about like, guys, come on, what have you done? And that's even worse. That's, worse. <laughs> that's right. even worse. And the, the logic is, but it'll be easier for for creating the fixtures. And you're like, all oh, right, it's okay. That, nothing well, to that's do fine. with trying to improve the standard of cricket. Right. So as long as it's easier for us, that's fine. So rather than guys finding a natural level and clubs being allowed to grow organically, so the best to get three 11s. And do you know what? That there might be there, there might be that extra demand at West and Clydesdale that, that perhaps isn't elsewhere. So be it. But rather than their second 11 being allowed to go and progress and, and get to the highest possible level they can play and satisfying the needs of guys who are really good second 11 players, uh-huh. but don't want to play a less competitive pishier standard of cricket no we're just going to separate the whole thing and it's a fait accompli because the committee are the committee and they will decide so who came up with that idea though was that not outed to the competition sort of over what what was decided committee decision so what they were more interested in talking about tees this year than actually the cricket and stuff not a single bit of positivity about the you know the colour clothing and pink ball that we that we had uh-huh. to fight and scrape to, to get over the line um, nothing, not a single tweet about that not anything about the fact that I think six of the Premier League clubs now have got frog box and, and are live scoring and you know uh-huh. doing all that good stuff, nothing not a thing it's just it's honestly, Johnny. I'm like, oh. Did you go to the AGM? Well, we don't physically go, but it's a Zoom thing. So I say my bit and shut up. And and, just, so did anybody say anything about the 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 reserve pyramid? Um. Well, Chris did. You know, Chris certainly right. made his point, and I I chipped in a little bit. But you know, I'm looking at it from. Uh, the, the sport I played and played a bit of hockey and whatever else. And, you know, if I wasn't playing first 11 hockey, I would have been playing second 11 hockey, but playing in the, the regional league. So essentially, mm-hmm. our, our first 11 might have been tier two. Yep. And I would have been playing tier four rather than tier six. Uh-huh. 
So you're able to cater for people, aren't you? You're able to you're able to satisfy people's kind of ambitions a little bit. Maybe maybe it's right or wrong. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing the point, or we're all missing the point, and it's about ensuring that no more clubs get down the Swanee, etc., etc. But I don't know. Don't what, just... what is going to happen then is that if you can't break into your first team, but you want to play a higher standard, and your standard is higher than the Prem Reserve, then you, 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 you're going to be forced to go and join another club. There you go. So rather than being able to go and play at the, the best club or the best facilities, et cetera, et cetera, you may have to go, actually, I need to go and if I've got some burning ambition, I'm not getting a chance here. Rather than being able to prove myself or play at that little bit, a better level, I'm going to have to go and jump the dike and go and play anywhere else, uh, somewhere else. And equally, well, what, what they're perhaps frightened of, and I, I get this to a point, is that there's a there's a swell of people who move to Premier League clubs. Now, that's what is going to happen. Of course it's going to happen because they've introduced a transfer system and you just look down the transfer system, Pollock have imploded, three quarters of their team have have joined premiership teams because they've they've been relegated. Greenock's two best players are are on the move. Flacky's gone to air and Fisher Keogh's going through to Edinburgh probably, well, to study, I think, but he'll end up at a Heriot's or a Grange or somewhere like that. Yeah, Um, so... So there you have it. You know that's that's your problem. So, what? Why are we not being positive? Why are we not trying to make our cricket as good as possible? The other positivity that that we should have carried through from the end of last season, that fantastic finale, to kicking on a little bit, to talking about colour clothing and pink balls. Look, we're only twenty years behind the rest of the the world, but hey, 20, 40? Well. I had a conversation with Omar Henry back in the 1980s, and he was talking then that we should be moving towards coloured clothing. That was 40 years ago. I just think it, there's an appeal there, and see, even trying to convince them to that this was a good idea. You know, it was a bad idea that they couldn't stop. Madness. I, I, it frustrates the life out of me. And that's, you know... Now, how do you great- get on to the committee? What nobody wants to go on the committee. There's a there's a problem, but you know, I, I am with the greatest respect to the people that are involved. I sometimes I just find it really frustrating. You know, you can't always see the the wood from the trees. You know, I I would be fine happy two tier system if that was something that the clubs had agreed to. But from what you're saying, you used the words fait accompli. Well, it's a committee decision. That's that's possibly that's possibly the, the wrong terminology, but it but it's a committee decision. It's a, an appointed committee who are there to make those calls by all accounts. Those well, I, and I suppose they'll say, Well, listen, you had your chance, nobody wanted to come onto the committee. So, you know, that's uh-huh. you know, those yeah. who are on the committee have made that decision, so hell mend you. But yeah. It's just There you go, I mean, you know, you're, you're, how frustrating is it? It's, it's dire sometimes. Uh-huh. But I just, I, I can't get past the fact that they're so negative and there's so many, so many clubs doing so many positive things and yes, there's been a lot of bad news attached to cricket. 
we know that over the, the course of the winter. And yes, you know, the, the inquiry will, will make its findings and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But if we can do anything positive in the meantime, well, let's do it. Let's be engaging as we possibly can yeah. as, a, as a district and as a, as a league. So I'm hoping your coloured kit is as frightfully horrible as it not as can bad be. as the West Cat. No, definitely not as bad as the West Cat. It's quite. I, I, <laughs> they asked me to go. Why they asked me to go and get some coloured kit? I'm not too sure. That probably says a little bit more about uh, where we are going <laughs> if they're expecting me to play first team. But anyway, I don't know. Everybody's getting a scan on it, Johnny. So somebody's probably making a few quid somewhere. Well, yeah, Rennie Keith, I think. <laughs> Anyway, um, aha, there's there's lots of weird and wonderful colours in our kit. Um, um, aha, it's, it's quite bright. I think we've um, got the brightest kit. Yeah, well, we are we are we are quite safe. We're navy blue with some minty green. Right, um, was the order of the day. So, so have got a strange was... kit. Have they not got sort of black fronts and and green backs? No, did I see uh, the box? No, that that was their training kit. So their their kit, their proper kit, hasn't arrived yet. Oh, right. Okay. So, um, neither's ours. But I, I think it's great. You know, everybody at the club's bought into it. Um, uh-huh. We've managed to subsidise it a wee bit for the for the players. Yeah, good. You know, fantastic. We've, we've got frog box. We're, we're doing live scoring thing. Um, so, I bring it on. Listen, it's that- a wee bit of... That fraud box is addictive. I tell you what, you could just sit there and just like, if you've got any interest in your team and cricket, you could just watch the whole day just looking at that, <laughs> swearing at it. <laughs> we, we, we had that kind of ordinary day down here, you know, very early season, pre-season friendly um, in mixed teams and everybody's got something to say about it. So the chat's buzzing with... Or somebody's played this shot or that shot or not done this or you know how did so and so do it? It's all that sort of stuff, but it's good. It's getting everybody involved and, and it's getting people. It's getting people talking. Okay. Aye. Plus, there's no hiding place. You know, if you wanted to scroll through seven hours of of video, you could tell. You could see somebody playing a hoot of a oh, shot to get out. But when somebody tells you a good one and stuff, you can go and look at the scorecard and the live score, view the dismissal, and tell them they were talking shit. <laughs> brilliant, absolutely brilliant, foolproof. And it, listen, there's a wee opportunity there as well, so you can put logos and things on it. So we're out trying to hawk some advertising space. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah. You know, so it'll pay for itself. That's that's the, the theory. Yep. No, it's great. It's absolutely great, and it's one of the things I think that. Cricket, certainly West Western Union cricket or WDCU, they actually do well with regards to, and maybe cricket lends it to to to, to a certain extent, but they do do the 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 scorecards well and the stats well. I mean, you you mentioned hockey. I mean, they are really, really poor. I mean, I go and watch my daughter play every single week and you don't know anybody from Adam. I mean, you just do not know who's playing. No scorecards, nothing at all. There's nothing on Scottish Scottish hockey's website that says who's the squad. I mean, they could easily have squad number. I mean, all the girls in, in GHK have got squad numbers. So, you know, you want to go along and actually know who's playing. So we, I mean, that was the playing hockey. I stopped playing hockey 10, 12 years ago, whatever. And 
you would go and you would try to find stuff on Twitter, there's nothing, you try and stay, you know, all of the teams around about you, and all uh-huh. that. take a couple of days for it to filter through. WDCU, that actually it's administrated in Canada, a great job, everything's updated, and it's very, very well run. Jesus, I just wish you'd be a bit more positive about things and a wee bit more outgoing in their approach. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe maybe this is the start of it. Maybe the coloured clothing will lead to something else, and um, we can only we can only but hope. It's very Reverend I am jolly, you know. It's that sort of doer. <laughs> West Coast Presbyterian. Aye, aye that's. that's <laughs> well, listen, how are you going to go this season then? What are you hoping for? Um, I think we'll be all right. We'll be competitive. We'll be we'll be in the mix. Um, I think there's some there's some real. Decent teams all of a sudden. I think Fergusley will be stronger again. I gather they've got a guy coming over that was over a couple of years ago. I don't know if they've got an amateur as well, but they'll be strong. Riyadh, Adel Gafar, Tamur Ahmed, the, the young guys coming up yep. that, that have yep. been near Haroon, you know, they'll start to be a, a real strong team for the next however long to come. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Clydesdale, anytime Richie's playing, you, you just think they're indestructible. Because he's done so well, mm-hmm. um, such a good player, uh, and I think Sajad as well. So that, that's a good yeah, signing. Yeah, so that's that's another signing. It's another it's another talented young cricketer who you would assume would get better playing there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll they'll defend their title strongly. Um, Air, I think, will be very good. Yes. I think uh, you could be looking at a sort of three chase a three fifty down at air. I mean, once Michael English starts kicking on and a couple of the other batters there, Mike, Mikey's a good player, very very good player, and he, he gets it, you know. So you, you turn around and Michael's in twenty odd because he, he runs so well between he bullies fielders, you know, uh-huh. ask guys off in the infield, whatever, um, and he, he just knows his game. So on Saturday, never played a cover drive. Because there wasn't a cover drive to play. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It just gets it. Um, they've picked up an amateur who is a keeper who who looks very tidy. Oh, the South African guy. Aye. Yeah. Uh, Grobler, I think. Grobler, yes. Uh, so he he looks tidy. Um, Mikey's from back there. Um, from West, uh, you know. So all of a sudden, quite a decent squad. Uh uh-huh. You know, some good young players and. And stuff as well, um, but Hamza Tahir is going to be—he's going to be big for them, as uh-huh. is Neil Flack. So yeah, I think they'll be very, very strong there or thereabouts. Um, I don't know about the others. I, I gather Sterling. I've got a couple of students who've who've rocked up um, okay. from various places uh, who happen to be at Sterling Uni. So that's. That's the nature of the beast for, for Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, not so sure about Presswick. I, d- I don't know if Presswick has got a couple of amateurs coming over or not. They're, they're going to have to miss Madge, aren't they? Because Absolutely. Both with Madge runs and pass. wickets. So Madge was, was 450 runs or so. And 420, yep. 30-odd wickets. And bowled, a, and bowled a stack of overs. Oh, just bowled 10 overs every week Yeah, for nothing. You uh-huh. know, so... Um, an early season at Presswick last year certainly was was very dry. So yes. um, I know that they had some problems with the ground, so that's a wee bit unfair on them. But um, I think I, I, I think that's a big, huge miss for them. But they are 
always better than the sum of their parts. Never underestimate press week, especially at home. Yeah, fair I point. Thatch and Chowdhury does a fantastic job for them. The guys that have dropped out of the well, they were in the Warriors set up working with Sachin last year. I've got nothing but good things to say about him. Yep. He's top class. So league's going to be decided, what, amongst four, four teams, do you reckon? Do you know what? I think it could be a little bit more open this year. Do you? I think, ah, well, if, if, think about it. 2019, we won all of our one game. Uh-huh. Um, I think Clydesdale lost one, maybe two last year. I think with that little bit more strength among the sort of top five, if you like, I think there could be some upsets. I think there could be teams beating each other week in, week out. And the, the other, the, well, the other side of that then, if you're talking about teams having ability to eat, beat anybody in the card, then the relegation side of things, you know, you're, you're probably not looking like a, you know, a Greenock and a Pollock getting cast adrift very early on in the season? Um, I think it's going to be a tough season for Langside. Um, Anwar Hafiz has, has gone there and, and he's going to captain. I think Sammy's uh, stepped down. I'm, I'm not too sure Sammy's family commitments and things. And, okay. Um, but I think he's going to play a bit as well. So I, I do think they might struggle a little bit. I don't think they're bringing in any overseas players this year um, and I'd, I'd, I wonder about Dumfries as well I, I wonder if Dumfries are, are going to pick up because they can avoid it the skin of their teeth last year well they so, did it was a Houdini act wasn't it for them aye, they did very well and, and I mean there was all sorts going on when they, they came to play us second last week of the season they needed six points or seven points or this to happen or that to happen but they knew uh-huh. exactly what it was and you know the, the cards came out in their favour so so they they could struggle a little bit. Um, again, I don't know what's going on there. I've got a wee bit of insight always from, from Neil Alexander, who would know if they were, you know, bringing an overseas or something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if uh, if they're going to be much further on than they were last year. But who's to say? Um, I hate to say it, but... <laughs> but they were. But the Westies. Wait a second, wait a second. There's that there's that elephant in the corner you're just about to reveal. <laughs> so the chat the chat is that, that Youngie's not around, Andy's back isn't great. Correct. And there's no sort of a lot of movement towards West. Correct. <laughs> so it could be a it could be a tough season for West because he tailed away. Badly towards the end of last season. I agree with that. I agree with that. So Braithwaite's away. Um, Mikey Miller's away. Um, doesn't appear to have been replaced by anything that I'm aware of. Having said that, I've not been down at the club at all. I've just been watching hockey all season. Um, so, and I was talking to Greg Williamson and he said, listen, it may well be that we may have a season where the expectations are so low, we may just have a half decent season, so no. the the bar's quite that. low. I, th- I think if if we can stay up, we've got to spend some money on the place. You know, oh. our, our ground. Um, we've got a new groundsman. Um, the he said that the wicket is six weeks behind where it should be. Um, so that's not going to look great. I have to say from from the first couple of seasons. So I don't think we're going to get too many 
high scoring games and, and until that gets sorted out. Um, I understand that the insurance money is coming through for the, the flood that we had, but just the place is looking very, very tired. And I think we are we are in a situation where we've spent money on things that we shouldn't spend money on, and we should have been spending money on the bricks and mortar to make difficult. sure. It's very, very difficult, you know. Because as, as John Taylor said, why would you spend £12,000 to win £500? Right. <laughs> you know, and a... And a Aye, that, that's that's the thing, isn't it? You want you want the ground to be right. You want the club to be to be right. You want people to be using the place. You want you know your kids' teams to be up and running. You want everything else to be right. Actually, if you're winning the park on a Saturday, it's a bonus. And I mean, I mean, it's a world to us all. Money is like losing me more than most, but. You know, there's a bigger picture there all the time. Yeah, listen, you can grow a club in a number of ways. You can grow a club by being successful on the pitch and attracting people. And for many years when I played, that's what appeared to happen. Um, I guess Town, wasn't it? I mean, it was, West, it was. You know, West was amazing. I, I, I explained to the guys, you know, what West was like. You talked about the building and stuff. But with that, you know, that fence all the way around and the gates and... And the outfield was like glass. It was just, uh-huh. just well, you can watch Scotland games at West, you know. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Or, or, or you could do the other way that I would maybe argue you guys had, had done is that you had made sure that your facilities were absolutely top notch and then you're attracting players and then you're growing your squad that way. Uh, not always the case, though, Addington. I mean, we back to the National League days, we had... We had a first eleven and our second eleven were essentially Queen's Park. Yeah. No kids, nothing, you know. So long time coming, and it's only because people are willing to put some effort in. We stuck it, you know. It's wholly reliant upon people like you, Brian. People who are prepared to give up their time um, a, to 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 grow clubs. And and every time I, I speak to you, I, I take my hat off to you with with what you've done there over the years at, uh, at Addingston. It's a fantastic effort and, and long may you continue. Um, they still let me play every week, Johnny, so that's a <laughs> drawback, I think. Right, who are you playing first up? Uh, press week at home. Okay. So I'm hoping the two amateurs are either late off the plane or shite. <laughs> or both. Or both, I think, I, I think we were playing them second week. All ah, right, okay. <laughs> nah, I think, listen, eh... Uh, this week, guys, you said that they're always they're always really competitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and always do well. Always do well. Got a lot of time for them. I think uh, Fraser's played them really well, and I think in Sachin Choudhury, he's got an absolute gem. Mm-hmm. Um, real, real good guy that 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 makes it all tick. So we'll see. I'm sure they've they've done the homework, and they've got a couple of couple of good ones. Um, I don't know if they've got amateurs, actually. I'm assuming they've got a couple of amateurs, like someone said. They've got a couple of boys coming from Australia or whatever. So, All right. Okay, listen, I've kept you long enough. Thanks very much for coming on, and uh, we will catch up at some point during the season. No worries. Cheers, Johnny. All right. Cheers, buddy. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.